I'll join in. You're supposed to let them hear the song. We're not recording. Oh, I'm not saying that song. Because it's a terrible song, honestly. And I said that when you wrote it. Wow, no, you didn't. You're like, send it to me. Send it to me. I said, send this to me because I'm not going to remember this. like, send it to me. But all right. I'm live. Oh, what up? Man, you did that on purpose. He did. All of God. I love you, JG. He mad at me, so he did it on purpose. What's up? Uh, this episode of Cocktails with Cocktails is brought to you by Cocktails with Cocktails. Uh, see, there we go. Shout out to JG over there on the ones and twos. Uh, where This is what we do at Cocktails with Cocktails. We strive to make sex an open conversation and no longer taboo. Uh, and we always say, ask for permission first. Period. No matter what, make sure she comes first. Those are the two first of sex. Yep. Come and consent. Double C. I like that. Come and consent. That's the name of this episode. Text that to me, please. I will later. So, I want to do an intro. I just want you to shout out a random black business. That's just first thing that comes to your mind. Your social media handle and the last time you cried doing sex. I'll go first. I actually had a black business in mind. And now I want to make sure that I say the name right. So, this black business is actually going to be the first phone conversation and interview that I have on Cocktails with Cocktails. And they are coming on next month. And the name of this black business is Be Condoms. And I can't fucking wait. We're going to talk about sex and condoms. It's a black-owned condom company. I, you know, I don't use condoms. I bought some. Make sure they bring enough samples for everybody. Yeah. I actually jacked off with them, a couple of them, and they jacked off good. Oh, I got some condoms for you, actually. All right. Okay. Thanks. Uh, you going to pass them out to us? Yeah, I got a couple if anybody so wants them. They're my favorite. You single, right? They're my favorite brand mm-hmm. of condoms. You single? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she'd be getting in. She probably need a couple of different condoms. She got a tall dick, long dick, short dick, thick dick. I don't know. Just... No short. Oh, okay. There we go. All right. So, anywho. Uh, so, that's my intro to my black business. Uh, y'all know who it is. It's B. Smith. One you love to hate. I haven't used uh, those yet. Oh, these are the best ones. Oh, let me, let me try one. I mean, I got some. Yeah. No, I need two. I need one to jack off with and another to jack no, off with. No, you're going to get that one to jack off with, and we're going to give one to Jimmy to try that, and she yeah. wants They are the best kind. Pick it up. Really? Yeah, yeah get that. They're my favorite yeah. kind. No, They're you, my favorite you, kind you of condoms. And I, I, I have a literally, a, I don't use condoms hey, for most part. We're going to talk about I a black condom company, and then you start talking about another condom company. Because I just wanted to, because I, I'm so sorry. You don't see the hate to the black I don't, because I'm very excited for this black company, because I will start buying from them. Like, have you tried their condoms? Yeah. What what do they feel like? They feel good for, for jack off. I, I don't. Well, see, I'm you don't have a vagina, right so I need to know. Like, no, she needs to try mine. different. Give her the. Con- <laughs> she needs to try different kind of. Con- it's hard to once you find your condom, you find your as a woman. Once you find your condom, you find your condom. But I'm very excited for this black owned condom. Question though, I will, yes. do y'all like judge niggas who can't stay hard with a condom on? Mm, I, I judge niggas who problem. can't stay hard. hard period. To, so it's not hard for me to stay hard at all I, but with a condom yeah. on. Yeah. I feel like I can't feel my dick. Like, it's suffocating my dick. Try these condoms. Like, example. Like, you know how you breathe, right? I feel like my dick has to breathe, and it's not able to breathe, and it's being suffocated. So You some- sound like that lady in Florida who was screaming at them because uh, they did the mask mandate. She said, I don't wear a mask the same way I don't wear drawers. You got to let the thing breathe. 
That's what you sound. She like. was white. Of course, and course, in Florida. Right. Of course, it all makes Florida sense. shit. Okay, bro. Florida shit. All right. Well, Jamila, uh, we said your name, but you still got to mm-hmm. introduce yourself. All right. So my name is Jam. I don't like you know. Oh, I said your full government. You, did. you should have gave me a you heads did. up. That, my full government's off limits. I've been saying that shit all. I asked you. It's Go okay. Ahead, Jam. I, I know. <laughs> My name is Jam. I am at Bay the Blogger. Blog. Um, and That's what else do I got to do? Oh my god. Um, is it is it by if I shout out my own black business? No. Yeah. Oh. All right. Whatever. Shout out to Jackson J A X O N P R dot events. Oh, can you Instagram. do PR for me? I sure can. Oh, I can use it. Yeah, you can. Well, I, listen, you be doing crazy shit where we got to do crisis communication every now and then. Depending on what bitch you ask. <sighs> I'm sorry. I did. That was petty. I'm so sorry. I meant it. I know, I know I you know. ain't that kind of person, though. Mm. Okay. Oh, oh. I'm not. Okay. All right. We Just because not. I vent behind closed doors every blue moon. Are we ready to continue with introduction? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, come okay. on. Uh, Shout out to these God. earrings. Thing. What'd they say? Murder. Ooh, murder. Mm-hmm. Did they say murder or murderer? Murder. Let me see. It ain't no, another ER on there. I oh, see. damn. Sorry. All right. Murder. Sorry. Well, my name is Alessa. Hey, Alessa. Hey. This is mm. like your eighth time on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And you keep doing shit. I do. She mm. fucked eight niggas at once last week. Yep. Okay. No. <laughs> she was trying so hard not to judge. J- J- oh, no, listen, I was, I was trying to see if this was like a real thing or not, but okay. No, not eight. But anyway, <laughs> um, my name is Alessa. Um, my social media is Hippie of the Hood, H-I-P-P-I-E. I love that name for you. And thanks. <laughs> and um, my favorite black business is Audio Wave Network. Period. Wow, period. that's a good one. Hey, shout out to JG, man. He, he really, uh, yeah, shout out to JG. In Detroit. And, he was like, turn uh, it off. Let me give my shout know, out. Shout audio, out to JG. Yeah, Audio Wave Network. Seriously, we really appreciate you for giving us a voice and putting all these East Siders and these West Siders together. Yeah, yeah. And before yeah. you got mad at me, I had this plan. I wasn't, I'm not mad at you. I don't get mad at you. He's not mad. Disappointed. Shut up. All right, so. Do you want me to do, you want me to do this to you on, on this? Do what? Um. You be getting nasty, man. Look, let's let's get back to this, man. Damn, gonna have people think if we really fucking. So, uh, anywho, get back to this show. The intro question is: the last time you cried during sex? Yesterday. <laughs> That's why you got his sweats on. These are my pants. She got on Beyonce, Moses, Jesus sandal uh, Crocs. They are really cute. Yeah, they are. I think they my are. Turn. They look and like you could stab somebody and stun on somebody and be comfortable. I was, I was willing to go with your excuse of, you know, running errands earlier. I was running errands. But the fact that you even gave an excuse and then showed up with these shoes on. She came I didn't an hour even late, y'all. Shoes. I you know what, Jam? I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the dick? Of the dick. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and let you, you know, run I had it yesterday. Didn't have it this morning. But that's okay because never mind. Did he pull on your palm? Go ahead. I had to tell him to stop because it's a like a quick weave, so that shit would have uh, fell off. So is this like a boo, like a random? What's up? Um, I'm just letting all the niggas know, like before they slide in your DM, asking for some. They can slide you know. in my DMs for sure. Hey, 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 bro, you ain't putting it down, down. 
Maybe you ain't got a job and you putting it down. I don't Ooh, nope. Don't want it. Mm-mm. Women always be fucking. They say the niggas who ain't working got the good dick. I'll never find out because. So you need a nigga that's working. Yep. I, that's how I feel about women. Pussy ain't good if it ain't worked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with it. I'm serious. I'm with. So like, what made you cry? Like, was it good? Like, what? You know, we gotta make sure like no boundaries. Was it was crossed. good for sure. Oh no, no, it was. But like, what all made consensual. you cry? Like, was it just like the best nut, or do you always cry? You just real emo. Uh, listen, no. If everybody who knows me knows, I'm not emotional at all. Like, you don't seem emotional. I'm not. But it was. Well, we looking for detail. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like, he put the thing down, flipped it, and reversed it. You know? Oh, okay. So it was the, it was the joy of the practice. I had a friend tell me that um, that she drew. On that nigga's shoulder while he was fucking her. And I'm like, when you say Drew, she's like like a baby, like a dog. Like, she said it was slob. I'm like, that's the I'm weirdest I'm trying to figure shit. out how to, like, so, like, his shoulder was, like, here. And then she was. Like, he was holding her. And she was just, uh, you know, it was all hanging out. I can see it. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I wow. Definitely. So, you was crying. Did you, when was the last time you cried? I would say it was Wednesday. It was probably the last time I cried during sex. You know, does that happen often for you? It actually does. Okay. It does. I cry during sex. Are you often. emo? No, I just he says such nice things to me during sex that I get a little. That's teary-eyed. probably the other thing too. Yeah, like wow. I get a little teary eyed. So, he says such nice things to me. Last week, um, she hates waking up. My girl hates waking up like early in the morning because she doesn't work like a nine to five type job. Mm-hmm. So I wake up and it's like six forty five. I get my yoga stretches in. And then I, you know, start working or whatever. So sometimes I like to fuck before I work. Like, Who like does to get it? my day started. But that doesn't really mesh well with a motherfucker that ain't really needing to get up. So you really asking for a favorite. It takes some love to get that, you know, get and then also you gotta get the juices running for a motherfucker that ain't getting up. For so sure. um I was just telling her like how beautiful she was and how much I appreciated her and how much I cared for her. And, oh, my God, I just realized, like, God damn, like, she got so fucking wet. And she got so wet that it really started tearing me up because I felt like I was in heaven. Like, it was so, it was literally that sound is how my dick felt in this pussy. And I said, wow. And the only reason I didn't really cry was because when I looked up, my dog was staring at me. (laughs) And it fucked it all up. Boma just You gotta stared. focus. No, look. You gotta focus. Don't she, look at the dog. He threw you off your groove. I, she, I'm sorry. No, honestly, my dick girl. was still in rhythm, but my mental was. It Were you making over. eye contact with the dog as I you think was thrusting so. it in? That's no, that's kind of like. creepy. No, because if you make eye like contact, it. she tries to get in the bed. One time she was licking. Oh my god, uh, does she think she can join? No, she tried to lick Sailor Moon. She licked booty hole. No. My uh, rest in peace to Max. He, no, it wasn't Max. El Chapo. That I had with my ex. You used to put peanut butter on your feet, didn't you? No, I actually, no, no, no. I reported this bitch on Snapchat because she, oh, she's a bitch. You only use the word bitch when you mean. Oh, no, I understand. She put peanut butter on her pussy. Oh, she she got the same job that you got, Jamie. Oh, my God. And so, yeah, so I reported her. And she, this is going to fuck y'all up. She was black. 
I want y'all oh. to go to hell. Oh my god! I, I was am like, more look, 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 you know what? You know what made me feel bad hell. about this? I reported her and I said, "Well, damn, that's animal abuse, right?" That's very much. So I, will I will be honest. I will be honest. I will be honest. What kind of dog you got, JG? I want to throw up. This was the happiest looking Shih Tzu I've ever seen in my life. This nigga because it was sopping up peanut butter and pussy. You ever seen a nigga eat pussy and be mad? <laughs> I want to tweet that. I want like to tweet that. Shit. You don't ever see a nigga fucking eating this Have fucking pussy. Never, like, never. Actually, I know nigga. I I was about to eat some pussy, and uh, I call her American Street. Um, it was the biggest bush I've ever seen in my life. Like I took and you a, was happy eating that bush. No, I didn't. I didn't eat it, and mm. I don't mind bushes. Actually, the older I get, the more I like bushes. But this wasn't a bush. Like this was a bush. Like you could definitely lock it. Same it was day. a shrimp. Yeah, you could lock this bush. I'm sorry, sir. Did you say you could lock our bush? Yes, yeah, same day. Like, <laughs> same day. Same day lock. Did you, you lock our bush? No, nigga. You I, offer that I service. fake came. You should yeah. offer that service. You fake came. I locked her bush. It was I'm too hot. Her bush. No, she was a. Uh, she was a. Uh, her. She had like this old. It was her mama's bed, and she had this old. Um, yeah, it was on older, her mama bed. Oh, it was this a bungalow. She was uh, babysitting her brother. Who uh I can't go into detail because that's we too stop? much detail. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So um, but it was just so hot up there out. that I felt like it was the heat stroke there. about to come. So hot I, up in her pussy or just no, it was so hot house. in there and it was the gotcha. wintertime, but her house was so fucking hot, I felt like I was gonna die and a sweat bullet had dropped on her uh eye, like right here. Uh and I was like, Yeah, I'm a fake come. So I was like, Oh, it was so good, I'll see you later. And I went back to the house party that I was at before I left. You know what? Yeah, but uh yeah, that was me crying, you know, talking about crying in the pussy, American Street Bush. But I wanted to talk I brought that up because I want to talk about words of affirmation. And it's My crazy shit. because I'll admit Great. Alessa and I had the conversation a couple weeks ago and even though I always said stuff, I said I should really focus on that and see like what happens. Excuse me. Because I feel like I don't like to really talk about shit and not try shit out. <laughs> I had to burp, and I didn't want to burp on the mic. I feel like you should have just burped on the mic. Okay, because I didn't know what the fuck was coming out. Yeah, I, I was a little nervous. We oh, were, no, we I've never thrown up before in my life. That's a lie. I've never thrown up. Okay. Seriously. JG's party with me for You like realize you were a baby, so you had to have thrown up. Never threw so. up. <laughs> I don't know what your words of affirmation. <laughs> what? <laughs> What do you want me to do? Let's just go on to words of I know I, people never believe me, but I'm serious. I Sure. Okay. You've thrown up on somebody as a baby for sure. I'm sure you don't remember ever After two, up. I know for sure I never threw up. Okay. Okay. Life. I'm going to let you believe that story I, about yourself. Okay. All right. I'm going to let you believe that pleasant anecdote for sure. Go I mean, ahead. it ain't no big deal if I... Th- oh, whatever, man. Look, back to this. So, like, with words of affirmation, like, what do y'all like, like, during sex? Like, what is it... That you do you want the person to talk about you sexually, your body, like your mental? Do you want him to just be like when he in your pussy jam? Like, do you want him to be like, I love how hard you work for other companies doing that PR? Please don't work. say that. Like so, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm gonna push you off. I'm gonna put my clothes on and I'm gonna go. Yeah. Um, I don't want to tell my girl like I love the way you start that body butter, bitch. Like I don't like 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 that's a little sexy though. I like that. I like oh. that. Don't tell don't tell me how hard I work for people. I don't want to hear that shit. You can tell me you love me. You can tell me how good I feel. That's pretty much it. That's all I need to hear. 
So what's the most awkward oh, position no, y'all been like, in? Like compliments. During... Tell me how beautiful I am. Tell no, me. No, see, how... that's that's when I'm really gonna tell start me, crying. Tell me Don't... what you admire about me. Mm-hmm. I admire your confidence. I admire this. I'ma think we that. go together after that. So. I love the way you scream when I choke you and I don't hear shit. That's another word. Those are words of affirmation. Just choke like, me. Just, don't don't say you, you like. Just do it. You look like you like. To, you look like you choke back. Like. <laughs> tell me what you like about me. Yeah. <laughs> These call a gym the back choke backer. Okay. Damn. Especially with the nails, you know, you they like that. Girl, shit, yeah, you know? they like that shit. You be finger popping booty holes too. No. Not with these nails. These cost a lot of money. So, what's the like most wild shit you've been doing while getting words of affirmation? Wildest shit. Because Alessa was eating ass when she got some words of affirmation before. <laughs> like he was riding her face and he's just like, I just love the way you treat me. Like, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> I don't know. I really, I really be thinking I'm like vanilla as fuck. So this is why I've I never like try to be on the show. Cause like I don't, I don't really be doing shit. I mean, that's why we got you on. We want you to start doing some shit. I be trying. Um, I think the, that's not normal. Like, that's not a part of regular sex? Two fingers up your ass. That's not a part of regular A dick up your ass once a week. Once a week, nah. No, we ain't doing no fist, nah. Jesus Christ. A fist is too much work. I mean, a dick every so often, but I told you, I don't really like I never forget this I don't chick. like that movement. I like to use things. A chick in our high school? Like, yeah, it was so sad. It was crazy because she's a nice person now, but she was so evil back then. But somebody, her boyfriend and her broke up. And he made a page, like, with her name on Facebook and added everybody from school and then posted, like, her news and, like, it had her whole fist up her her thing. And I'm, like, to this day, like, I be thinking about every blue moon because it's, like, I'm 12 you go years. To jail. Who? Yeah. No, no, he did go to jail. Oh, good. Yeah, like, he got charged and everything. But oh, she was great. out of school for, like, a month. Um, but uh, it, it just, to this day, it makes me think. Um, I never met a woman that could put her fist up her vagina. So how was baby girl doing this shit at 16? Oh, I wasn't paying attention to what you were saying. (laughs) 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 But he zoned out. I know. He got these headphones on too. I'm not going to say his name. No, listen. I was like looking at somebody sent me a gift, but it was like I'm listening and I'm like, this story sound familiar. And I'm like, when you said the fist, I was like, oh, shit. Because this was like, Yikes. yo, this is bad. This no, I'll never like, forget. A teacher wanted to know what happened. These are the first news that I've ever seen or heard. Yeah, being my first leaked. news was definitely yep, revenge porn in moment. high school. Yeah, yep. this was like a definitely revenge porn in high school. And, Videos, bitches sucking dick, hairy bushes. And you, it was wow. weird. Was it the same lady who Damn, could get I her? Uh, nobody that I go to high school with. No, I don't know what school that girl went to. I text and ask her. Uh, no, she probably not gonna text back. Yeah, I would say don't text her. No, 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 not not that girl. But no, oh, I'll never forget the teacher asking because it's like, how do you be like, yeah, Mister Such and Such, uh, no, such no. and such is as out. a teacher. This happens, so it's I I don't JG need to, a teacher. If y'all I don't know. I don't need to see anything. Yeah. So it's like I don't need to see anything. Please Tell me what look. happened so I can go help whoever because it's happened to to guys in school too. Like. Like, Dicks. man, Dick like, Dicks in high and but mm-hmm. but what was happening was he, I guess, girls had seen better than what he was offering, and exactly. So imagine your your dick going around the school, and it's like, can I talk about how small it is? Yeah, Damn. 
So, so it's like, was they calling him Disability Dick? Oh my God! Ring the bell. <laughs> you can't do that to the kids. <laughs> you so, can't do that to the kids. But do they get kicked out like once they find a culprit? Do that person get kicked out or just suspended? I feel like you got to kick a motherfucker out for um, some revenge uh, part. Usually they go to jail. That's a felony. A, it's a hard yeah. like that's yeah. illegal. Yeah, yeah, the girl, her girl, her, her boyfriend was out of high school, and because uh, it was weird, it's weird telling your teacher like, yeah, such and such had her fist up her pussy. So when I we sent it to him. Tell all the, I well, think well not sent say. it, but when somebody like turned their camera around, I was like, here it is. I've never seen so much. How can I explain this? This is not to make him look bad because I think of it like in a negative way, but I've never seen somebody look so disgusted yet. Wait, aroused. let me see this. No, no, he wasn't aroused, but he's like, I could tell, like, as now looking back at his adult, he was like, whoa. But at the same time, he's like, damn, bitch, is that an entire fist? Like, I could tell, like, this was, you was in that class when he saw it. What, am I lying? I was there. Like, okay. like I swear his facial, his reaction was like, he didn't say it because he was a teacher, but I know now as an adult, he truly he had Mac, questions. Huh? It was Mac, right? No, uh, uh, Adams. Oh, yeah. It was like it was like that uh, that kombucha girl meme. It was like, this? yes, uh-huh. exactly yeah. that, like, <laughs> Oh, that's a whole fist, bitch. First time like, I tasted mm. cum. Nah, that, it's, like, and it was so unfortunate, like. I, I think that was going to come through. Uh, it was Okay, listen, I'm the kombucha girl now, like, huh? What? Mm? You never tasted cum? Yeah. I'm, no, I have. I'm just saying, was Last it? Last night? No. Mm. Oh, so if you ain't your nigga, you ain't tasting. Um, I mean, I was just trying to hurry up and get to the business, so we ain't, like, I want to My girl do long. that, and, like, I really get into my dick giving bag mm-hmm. off of me getting excited from giving head. So I think sometimes when she jump into the business, it don't let me put out my best work because you like, yes, you want to jump into the business, but sometimes, and I get that. I do that too. Men do that too. But sometimes let's take a step back. Mm-hmm. Let's let me get a little nibble on. And then right. let me get that dick all up in you. Right. That's how I look That's, at I'm, it. I'm trying to get you where you need to go. Yeah. And then you get me where I need to go. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For the most part, I'm always sucking dick. It's always happening. Sure. You suck dick? Dick is the person. When was the last time you sucked dick? A few days ago. When was the last time you sucked dick? Yesterday. Ryan, when was the last time you ate ass? Oh, Lord. It's been a while. <laughs> Ryan, how you got braids and you don't eat ass? What? How do those correlate? <laughs> If you got braids in 2020, you eat ass. <laughs> They're actually uh, two strand flat twists, not braids. I, every nigga I know with braids two does eat ass. Flat twist. Ryan, don't you ever say that out loud again? <laughs> two strand flat. I and they clean. Now I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay, too. Like they the clean parts are pristine. He's like, okay. My, my wife did my hair yesterday. I was just about to ask, like, did your wife do your hair good? Come on. They, they clean. They clean. Very nice. I never forget my girl stopped doing my hair once because I farted. Two strand flat twist. That's the name. Just of this in case episode. y'all bitches didn't know. You low key, so many names that's, in this that's episode. Low key what, that's low key what American Street could have gotten in her hair. In her bush. Let's. What, what was the what? what, what okay, because we all are. Like, what's going on? I'm sorry. This, we, I mean, we having fun. I like. We this. are having, this we're having a great time. This is some great rapport. It was I cold outside. It. I wore sweats, but it's not cold. I know. In I got here. on long sleeves. I feel like a turtle right now. But look. I got a question. Okay. Would you fuck me? You personally? Yeah. No. 
All right, I wasn't expecting you to say yes, but I was expecting a lot. Like, you wasn't supposed to say no so harsh. I thought I said it so nice. She's like, ask me in return. Let me show you how you did it. Come on, let me, let me just show you how you did it. I'm scared. No, let me show you how to do it. All right, would you fuck me? No. I didn't, I didn't chuckle first. She didn't chuckle. Okay, all right. She, she said, said, like you said personally? No. Yeah, she's like, me personally? I was like, yeah. No. There was Bitch. no chuckle. Like, that's how Everybody's going to hear it. Stop I being chuckle. sensitive. Stop being sensitive. I'm sorry. I'm just fucking with you. No, I wasn't meaning mm-hmm. in literal sense, but mm-hmm. since you had asked, I said I just asked. But the reason why I asked that is because I was thinking about it. I was having a conversation with the lesson. I was like, I think people should start asking that question. Like, oh, I think that communication, Definitely. and it shouldn't, like, a nigga just randomly, like, a, a cue walking up in the club to a random person saying, would you fuck me? Like, that's a little wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I don't even think they do that. <laughs> they just be in there eating air pussy, though. So. <laughs> 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 That's the name of the episode. <laughs> they just be in there eating air, air pussy. pussy. So. I be so confused, like, and bitches really be liking that shit. I just be like, what? I'm not aroused. What you not just what? <laughs> what? Was that you? Somebody was just with some cues on my timeline. Like, that was no, me. I see oh, no, that. no, it was me. <laughs> what made me say that? They be up in there eating air pussy, and I just be sitting there like, what the fuck? Hey, look, <laughs> if it's any cues at my wedding and they start eating air pussy, I'm kicking them out. You better ask for permission to take her to the bathroom, fam. This is bullshit. But, no, the reason I said that is because. What? Continue. I mean, I have a little bit of a question. Like, y'all just be eating pussy and ass in the club? Because I know somebody who has done it, but... I've never had sex in a club. Uh, have I had, like, met somebody and, and ate them out? Yeah, I took a risk. In Like, in the vicinity of the park? No, I'm a little prissy. I prefer yes. to get a hotel room. Okay. I've definitely got my pussy eaten in the club. In the club? Men, yeah. What like, club? Menjo's? Um, y'all don't need to know what club. Y'all don't need to know when. No, no, no. We won't ask when, but tell us the club. The tell us the club. Uh, I got my pussy ate in the club. Tell was us the club. Song, uh, it wasn't what, here. What's wasn't the Usher song? Okay, tell us the club. What's the I don't remember song the name playing? of the club. You no, a goddamn liar. I don't remember. The, I was out of town. I don't remember the name of the club, and I'm not going to say where I was. But I have got my pussy eaten in the club. Was you in the booth? No. You was in the bathroom? No, I was like literally up on like a windowsill. What did you wear? Oh, my God. I had a dress on. So, no, that nigga was, so that nigga was eating salt and vinegar pussy. For sure. Because I had been walking around all day, too. Farting and shit. Walking around all day. He had some seasoned pussy in his mouth in the seasoned. club. Seasoned. You know niggas like that. that. I know they like it. I know they like it. Look. You had Old Bay on there? Look, I mean, I had a seafood Let me boy. find out. You put some Tony seasoning. <laughs> oh, my God. It my was fried had tried. the Old Bay seasoning on his head. <laughs> I had a seafood boy. What would y'all do if y'all yeah. niggas said, I want you seasoned like they want you to, like, you know, work out and then. Go run eat. around the block a few I'm times. I'm not going to work out. I'm not comfortable, like, having, like, very sweaty vagina and then doing what I have to do. Like, I'm going to get in the shower first. But, I mean, if I'm just, you know, it's throughout the day, you know, regular, regular shit. Give them that all-day pussy? Yeah, okay. for sure. I'll give, right, I'm giving some niggas some after-work pussy for sure. You getting it? Would you let a nigga eat your ass after you, like, and you know you took a bad I've shit? never had my ass eaten, sorry. Ma'am. I never? Know. Get with the winning team, bro. What you mean you ain't never had your ass eaten? I've never had my ass eaten. I was watching something the Get other out. day, though, and I saw, like, how close the um your butthole is to your vagina, and I was like, so well, close. how ain't nobody just slipped down there? I could see how it could happen. You be, you be fucking with vanilla niggas. Yeah. That's, they scared hey, to eat the beef. Hey, nasty niggas, I want y'all to slide into 
jams, DMs. I don't want you fooling out. I want yeah. you to gently slide in. I ain't gonna say be cordial. Be cordial, niggas. Don't be happening in my girl DMs. Matter of fact, I want you shit. to text the nigga you was with yesterday right now and say, mm-hmm. why you never ate my ass, such and such? I probably just never allowed him to. Like, he What do you Triple mean, dog dare you to ask him right now via text. What's the question? Why you ain't never let's ate na- my let's ass? Let's say his name is Darnell. Darnell. Uh, no, Out that's of my curiosity. Mm-mm, nope. Pick another one. Cringe. Jebediah. Ooh, I like Jebediah. Jebediah. Out of curiosity... <laughs> Why have you never eaten my ass during our sexual encounters? Out. Uh, I can type it. Nope, because I don't want you to see who it is. I know him. Probably. You uh-huh. think you know everybody? I do. Okay. No, it's not hard to know everybody in the city. It's yeah. really not it's hard not to know like everybody like in the city, honestly. Like you may not know him personally, but you've seen him. So. Where I see him at? I ain't going to tell you all that. None of your business. Oh. Anyway. Um, do you ever think about being a unicorn? A unicorn? Yeah. I dress like a unicorn on my birthday. Wait. How you dress like a unicorn? My dress was like real rainbow shit, you know? You don't know what a unicorn actual, is. Unicorn, I do, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, a unicorn is like a girlfriend the or a boyfriend third. to a couple. The perfect third. Yeah. I'm too greedy for that. Mm-mm. Really? Understand. Say it's just enough stamina to I go around. I can see that. You seem greedy. If it's mine, it's going to be mine. You, you like women? Mm-mm. You never, you never kissed a girl? Lick the clit? Mm-mm. Would you finger a clit? Boring. Would you look at a woman naked? Mm-hmm. Would you kiss a woman? Mm-mm. So if I triple dog dare you to kiss Alessa, you wouldn't kiss her? Mm-mm. She wouldn't. For $1,000. Shit. Show me that cash money. Right. $1,000 ain't going to go nowhere. Like, you shit, it go me. further. Shit, I kiss, I kiss Alessa for $1,000. I ain't got it, but I'll do it. Uh, I kiss you for $1,000. <laughs> Get five of my girls, she wouldn't even trip. Mm. Shit, if a nigga said all she had to do was kiss him for $1,000, she better shoot him. But look, uh, we're going to keep going with the episode. Now, <clears throat> Jim, I want you to tell me why you make this face. We're exhausted. Continue. Continue. Go ahead. Go ahead, friend. Just go ahead. Thank you, bestie. Jim, I want you to tell me about your, the organization that you work with. Um, so I work with uh, the Sasha Center. It is a nonprofit organization. Shout out to the Sasha Center. Period. Um, it's a nonprofit organization based here in Detroit that focuses on holistic healing for African-American uh, sexual assault survivors. And I really want to hone in on the fact that we cater to African-American people because it's about, you know, our whole experience. Like, it's a whole bunch of shit that goes into sexual assault, especially for black people. Um, we have our own model uh, that we put out. It's called the Black Women's Tri- Triangulation of Rape, and it talks about... Uh, systemic racism it talks about slavery and um you know just all the bullshit we have to face as black women on top of being sexual assault victims so um yeah that's the session so and you could put up the notes for the questions i'll allow you to actually use your phone now oh Um, thanks that's so sweet you are so kind no problem you got to keep them in check like that sometimes just just That's playing. okay, because I'm beating your ass after the show. Oh, Blake, Jesus. Help me. Speaking of that, so <clears throat> the reason why I wanted to bring you on the show was mm-hmm. I felt like I should have someone that's more in that lane to be on the show to have this type of conversation and talk about abuse, period. Mm-hmm. Like level one, the level 10, you know, whatever, sexual assault, domestic violence, verbal abuse, whatever you want to call it. And I wanted to have, I have questions of my own, and I have questions that people have asked me that I've answered, but I felt like you would be more so, uh, what's the words that I'm looking for? You would be more so 
aligned to answer these questions properly. And my goal today mm-hmm. is, even though we talked about sex, had a little goofy time, <clears throat> my true goal today is to have a conversation about these things with you guys in here. And Ryan can tune in and JG can uh, chime in. And, and we all just discuss these things and, and just kind of take a step forward as uh, allies and as victims together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys as victims, uh, but I know I have been a victim of uh, assault. Uh, to a lesser degree. Uh, and I know some people who have come into my DMs and told me stories mm-hmm. that I won't share in details, but has gone as far as uh, gang rape. Mm. And um, as small as like assault, like my situation. But and like I, I said, level don't one minimize what, <clears throat> what happened to you. I think that's the biggest thing that I have to tell people because like I do it to myself. Like even though I was not like, physically assaulted um i definitely realized that you know back when i was 16 i was being groomed and i don't think people see that as sexual assault but it's just it's just a weird creepy feeling and what i have to do is i have to give space for myself and what happened to me um because you know you said something like level one to level 10 like assault is assault um abuse is abuse so you know you have to give space for yourself whether you think it was you know, small or not, it still happened to you. You still have to heal from that. You still have to deal with that trauma. So if anybody that's listening, you feel like, oh, well, he just touched my ass without my permission or he kissed me without my permission, that nigga was wrong. For sure. And you, you just have to accept what happened to you and you have to learn how to move past it and give yourself space to do that. Now, what I'm sorry, I had to put my hair okay, in. Okay, I said, oh shit, it's about to get serious. Um, <laughs> and I'm just gonna throw in uh, <clears throat> stories at you. That's how I okay uh, explain things and have conversations with people is through stories and analogies. Come on, storyteller. Um, what about I had a friend and she was telling me how she doesn't like for guys to ask stuff like that, mm. and I told her that to me that's setting the wrong precedent. Uh, if guy A, let's say Bob is with you and you don't like mm. that type of stuff and he learns that from you, and then he has that same energy with Alessa, but Alessa <laughs> likes to ask for permission. Mm-hmm. He could technically potentially uh, assault Alessa and, and and not know to a certain extent. Right. Obviously, as a grown-ass man, you know at a certain point when you've gone wrong. Same thing with women, mm-hmm. but what I explained to her was maybe you should take a step back from those actions to protect others as well. For sure. and uh, Definitely, because consent is very important when it yeah, comes to very. any type of sexual encounter that you're going to have. There needs to be consent on all parties' mm-hmm. part. And I've actually been told that that's weird, like that I ask questions. Mm-mm. Can I have sex with you? Uh, like somebody asked me to come over. Should I bring condoms? Uh, I was told, why the fuck would you ask that? You would have got some pussy if you ain't asked that shit. I'm like... Well, I would like oh, well, to that know. Ain't the, that ain't the girl for you. That, right. that, that makes sense. Next. And no. uh, I feel like we should. Like, because did she have condoms? What the right. Fuck? Like, how was I supposed to know if you had condoms? And baby, like, I'm asking because I want to make sure I'm prepared. Work for my dick. Like. Or fit. So do you just not carry condoms, though? Who, me? I'm in a committed relationship, so she gets this raw dick. She gets the veins and all. I ain't seen the condoms since, like, 2010, to be honest. Understandable. Here's one. Oh, it feel all slippery. Okay. Uh, again, this, don't even look mine. at him. Give, Give her sorry, back. Sorry. Shit. Uh, Niggas sorry. always trying to steal. Yeah, but <laughs> I, uh, you ever suck a dick with a condom on it? Boring. That's stupid. 
I'm just making sure, you know. Sound like prostitution head to me, but you know, no judgment. Black Jesus. But back to the topic. Yeah. yeah, like I don't I don't think I require people to ask when we're in it. Like I give the verbal permission. Like I tell you what I want you mm-hmm. to do. So you have to consent. You don't even gotta ask for it. I'm telling you where to go, what to do, when, how, all of that. But I mean, it's not unsexy. That's not a word. But we're going to use it today. It's not unsexy to ask. Like, I feel like if you ask me, that's probably going to make me a little bit more, you know, slippery, you know, because you, you're taking like, your time ooh. to ask. You're taking your time. Consideration. To, it's the consideration of it all. Like, you're trying to take care of me while we're in the moment. Consent is just, sexy. Consent is very sexy. Very sexy. Can I slowly fuck your mouth, Alessa? No. <laughs> but see how I ask, guys. You gotta and you got to ask, ask like question. that. You can't just be like, can I slowly fuck your mouth? Like, no. I'm be like, right. you know what? No, you can't. Just don't do anything. Yeah. Now, Try again. Do it again. Yeah. See if you can do it better. Hey, Alessa, how you doing? Not that great. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that. I think you would do better if you would give me permission to slowly fuck your mouth. Can I get that, please? You gotta I ask humbly disagree, so no. Oh, All right, well, I will no longer ask again, Alyssa, because I would feel like if I asked a third time, it would be creepy. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's another thing. Third I've seen time is niggas, not the charm. I've it's seen not, niggas not when it comes ask to a thousand times, and I've seen That's men, pressure. That's, that's yeah, pressure. That's, that's pressure. Women, that's coercion. Yeah. I've coercion. seen women like, I'll say this. I'm going to just be honest. I, I know my, I have majority female friends, and they get, unsolicited news like a motherfucker <laughs> women have sent all? me unsolicited that's news that's what i'm saying don't we all women do it to men men do it to women Man, everyone we was it was crazy. crazy i was talking to a chick about sexual assault and the next thing i know it was unsolicited nude in my shit i'm sorry that happened to you brandon and i mean i mean i'm not i'm not tripping on that i'm just simply stating that these things what they the happen. Fuck? They what do the happen, fuck? like because that's so. Read the room, bitch. Like read the room. Why yeah. did? Why would you do something like that? At, yeah. Like at this point, you thought it was appropriate. O- okay. To send like he your mentioned, coochie? he mentioned that he was sexually assaulted, or I was receiving some out of pocket news, and all of a sudden here you come with and some then titties bam, out. Coochie. Like yeah. the fuck. What? And let's talk about aggression, like being aggressive. Because it's a thin line. And I'll admit, it's a, very it's a lot line. of these things are thin lines. I do like more so aggressive women. Please, I'm not saying this in a negative way, but I've noticed that majority of the women that are extremely aggressive in my situations have also happened to not be extremely attractive. So, I knew that's where this was going, I, and I was really kind of hoping I that was it was going to turn left. I was hoping that, that it wasn't going to go there. Let me there. finish it. Let me finish it. Let me finish it. And I've, because I, I mean, guys, well, actually, guys have hit on me, but it, yeah, but that's neither here nor there, right? Okay, now. here but for girls. When, when it comes to, I've heard the same thing from women, so it's not a branding thing. Like, the more, like they said, the more good looking a guy is, in more cases, the less aggressive he is with it because he feels like... Because he be getting pussy thrown at him, yeah. Yeah, so the point I'm making is it's nothing wrong with being aggressive. Some people like that, but how do you determine that line of 
I took it a step too far or I need to stop at this line. Read the oh, I'm constantly room. checking myself because I'm an aggressive bitch. So I'm constantly. I'll be like, oh, shit, girl. Why would you just say that to him? I am. Right. Like, hey, I am so you constantly check your friends? checking. No, I she's talking myself. about herself. Like, I'm constantly checking myself. I have to do that with my friends. I'm like, oh, look at you, titties. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I do that to my, I do that to my gentleman friends. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, thighs. Oh, you know what? My bad. I was just about to touch you. And I would definitely slap the shit out of you if you touched me. So yep. I have to, yep. ch- I can, I constantly am constantly checking myself. Trying not to be, you know, that, trying not to be as misogynistic as these men can be towards me. Yeah. I've seen some of the weirdest misogyny like on Twitter, like I feel like Twitter is like misogyny dot com sometimes. Oh, on Twitter, I'm a man hater. I mean, I'm a man hater in real life, but like, I've seen some on Twitter, it's shit. way more apparent. But so yeah, seriously, like how do you? These, no, I hate these niggas. Is it coming back from this shit? Like you just stated that uh, mm-hmm. you can't. Um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, so if I paraphrase, paraphrase, you know, mm-hmm. forgive me. But where like it shouldn't be like a level, like assault is assault. So mm-hmm. if someone's a little bit too aggressive or. If someone grabbed my hair or someone asked to peg me or if someone sexually abused me or any of those things, is it a way to get back from those things or beat me or hit me or verbally abuse me? Any of those things is a way to come back from that. I to rehabilitate. I think when you're talking about the person, it's it's a it's up to the survivor of it. Um you know, some people are able to forgive the people that abuse them. I ain't that bitch. And, and that's, I'm not, that's I'm what not I've heard saying before. that it's, it's nothing wrong if you do forgive that person. I'm just saying, personally, it's not me. Like, the person that groomed me, I don't talk to him. He still has access to, like, my social medias and stuff. So I'm not going to be, like, completely cut him off. But my ex, he was emotionally abusive, verbally abusive, fucking blocked. And, I mean, I, I hope and pray that, you know, he learned from our situation and he grew from it, but it's no coming back with me, so. Mm-hmm. Do you think that people can learn from their situations? I hope they do. Like, example, because a lot of people that listen to the show are from Detroit. Shit. I would say, like, I would I say, hope that nigga get his ass beat in Atlanta, if that's what we talking about. I mean, that too, for Who sure. I hope about? that nigga. Who you talking about? Who you about? talking about? No, I told you not to even bring that shit up for real, for real. I'm not going there. And you okay. just went there. So, that's yeah. what y'all thought we were talking about. Behind? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what let's she was talking about. Name. Okay, let's okay. That's a topic off air. Um, but yeah, I hope he gets that beat when he <coughs> goes sure. to Atlanta. For yeah. sure. He deserves it. Because he hasn't learned. Pray don't tr- no. He hasn't learned. He hasn't, re- he hasn't tried to learn. He hasn't tried to reform. And I think that that's one of the bigger parts of it. Like, And you keep bringing like you your said, ass on social media showing exactly. us that you're an asshole. Exactly. And like you said, it's in the survivor's It's in the survivor's eyes what that forgiveness and what that reform looks like. And he has not taken any accountability for his actions. He hasn't admitted to anything. All he's done is beat around the bush and find ways Chill. around it. You know, if To he, continue to put himself in these situations where he's around. If he just came on social media like, and he ridiculous. just posted about the stuff that he normally posted about but just like I can see when someone's talking about me on Twitter Mm -hmm. for any reason that they may I can tell when he's talking about those situations with some of the stuff you always can you always can I'm blocked so I can't see it oh I got an extra page Um, I'm not doing all I'll admit I love I mean uh, I got an extra page too but I'm I'm blocked on both I I, uh, loved his uh, Detroit uh, stuff not to promote him but like I love the stuff that he did and I feel like if he never went to that 
and started talking all that shit, it wouldn't it wouldn't have turned into this. And it's crazy because when it first happened, because I've heard stories about people, mm-hmm. and every person, I felt like I had a duty as every person whose number I had in my phone at bare minimum, all the way up to a friendship. Mm-hmm. I had a duty if I seen some shit to reach out, not to pry, not to uh, yep. disrespect them. Uh, say fuck them, but to reach out like, hey, this was stated about you. Yeah, are you okay? I I texted. What's I going on? Texted B Hunt. Well, first I I uh, when he did his little apology, I retweeted it and I said, you know, that's not enough. And I was like, damn, you can't be caught if you if I have been associating with him. He's been in like work videos for me and shit like that. So I'm like, no, that ain't right. Let me go reach out to him personally. Let me I'm fill up the text. And I feel like I feel like I'm glad you brought that up. I feel like it's no reason for somebody that knows somebody personally I got blocked. to ever reach out on social, on social media. media and if, it's such a public yeah, platform. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you have an issue with somebody. But I mean, I also understand that because at that point, like you are, your your associates, you're comfortable enough to talk to them on the timeline. So it's like, bro, like, what is this? So, I mean, I understand how that can be like sometimes your first reaction because that's your first time seeing it and you may not be able to take that step back immediately. But like she said, she did that. She realized what was going on. She was like, mm-hmm. you know what? No, let me reach out to him that. That because like that's what I need dog. to do because that's, you know, no, like, that's not right. We've so, associated with each other. I have this man's number. He's got my number. Let me call this yeah. man and see what's going and you, on. And you know the kind of shit that I'm on. You know what work I do. So the crazy thing is I had reached out to him um, around April because I was doing the virtual fashion show for the Sasha Center. He didn't text back. Well, that was dope. I saw that. Thanks. Then I texted him. I said, that statement ain't it, Chief. And this is me coming to you as a friend. If those allegations of you sniffing around little girls are true, I was probably a little mad when I wrote this. Which is as why I got you blocked. should have been. Um, Chief. <laughs> as you should have I been. said, you need to own that and deal with the repercussions. I really hope they aren't true, but if they are, it's time to own up. The message was read and never replied to. So my question is, because I reached out to him. I mm-hmm. DM'd him, and I said, uh, this was before his, like, when it first happened. Mm-hmm. Like, the first story. I said, hey. It sounds like some things have happened. I know that it's always three sides to a story. I would love to. The exhaustion. Uh, oh, I oh oh I, I get it. So nice with it. I'm, I'm, I, I get I'm it. in his motherfucking text message like fuck you, nigga. So, you a dirty ass dog. He's talking about. I know there's three sides oh, to I get every that. story. So I'm just so I when I reached out, I said me having a sex podcast. And it being an open forum, I will give you that space to give your side of the story. And I will take a step back and let you give this side of the story. He never responded. This was before anything. He was trying to come Gail King on it. He was trying to get, he was trying to come Gail King. I don't know how I feel about that, actually. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't hold that against me. I'm not holding it against you. I'm no, just. No, no. If, if somebody states something and they truly have. He has his own platform to issue that apology. I did. Well, I can also offer my platform. But I no. think I think what he's... No, you can't. That seems... What? That does not... That's not a good look on you. I don't want you aligned with that. Yeah. That's, that's not what? a good look on you to give this man a platform to give his side of a... To give his side of a story involving children. You, you yeah. saw um, how he You saw how he was addressing it, it online. Y'all be, be, completely just took a step yeah, the only beyond thing, what I said. I, I think, said before. 
He said before. before Any of this out. happened. Yeah. When the allegation first came out, before he said a word on anything. Yeah, that's what he was saying. He well, wasn't. I'm just, I'm y'all just saying. But he ignored it. That's, a, that's an action UP right there. You are still going fast forward. Yeah, he, he, talk, he talking about right he when it happened. You. Okay, yeah. I'm stating literally the. I literally texted JG the day it came the very, out. Like, like we were recording a couple days later. I literally said, "Hey, something happened. Let's talk about this." It, to to, to kind of go to what Brandon was saying, it was literally like when when Twitter kind of went into calling out my accuser, like the beautiful day that that was for the victims to like have the courage to do so. When that happened, he came up. Brandon immediately texted me. Brandon B. Smith. Yeah, B. Smith immediately texted me, said, I'm thinking about I want to have him on to kind of, you know, say, say, like, talk about it. Not not so much of the bullshit apology, not so much of ignoring it. Not so we didn't we hadn't got there yet. So okay. I, I get what you're saying. Even even then, I think I we kind of had a conversation where we kind of pushed back on it, like, wait, like you don't wanna you don't want to have the accused so much as the accusers to tell their story. Like you want to agree. But I think we came to that decision like right after that same conversation. So yeah, like it was nothing beyond that. Okay. I appreciate the additional context on that. Because off rip is just like, you don't. So I think that whenever somebody does say something, you should actually hear them out before you throw that, that anger. Cause I get the anger. I get the anguish. Before you throw that on, you should take a step back. And I'm not talking about the accused themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the person that wanted to bring them on the podcast or the person that took a step back. Uh, because, and to kind of get to a story, because um, I told you guys, I'm just going to tell you a couple stories. Story um, time. Story time. Uh, July 4th, 2018. In specific. Uh, we went to, shout out to uh, Connected by Love. She had a... a Taco, uh, one of those twerking tequila events. Yeah. Oh, it was lit. Like, it was the way I could, it was, it was like she was giving like 50 free tickets away. Are you I got, sure like, it wasn't Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, Cinco de Mayo, like, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was her first twerk. No, 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 it was, uh, it was 4th of July, I'm for sure of that. Mm-mm. I don't, think it I don't know was, what the name like of the August event was. It was 4th or something. No, it was. Okay, whatever. I know it was 4th of July, but neither, it was a connected by low event. We had a very great time. I had like 10 free tickets. All my friends went. Um, I'm leaving. I'm on six mile. In Livernois, and I'm passing, going towards Wyoming, and I'm passing uh, a family dollar, and I have sounds in my truck, um, and my windows are down. My music is all the way up on level 33. That's the last level before it gets distorted. Thank you. Um, Take me for the visuals. Take me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I hear a a smack. Point that I'm throwing with this story is my music is loud as fuck. And you still heard it. And I'm zooted. And I heard this shit, and I turned. And it's a nigga and a woman on the wall. And he's like all up on her. And I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? I was in awe. And he took her neck and he threw it up against the wall. It felt like you ever play tennis against the wall and the ball bounced off the wall. That's how I feel like her head did. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Racquetball. So um, I was like, I turned my music down. I'm like, hey, fam, stop that shit. And this has had to be the longest red light in my life. It sounds like and, uh, Yeah, if it's right there at that family It might have been a green sure light, like and I just didn't notice that something. shit. And so um, when it happened, I've never seen shit like that in my life. I'm an only child. I live in a two-family uh, household. I've never seen my parents interact in that way. Uh, I've never... I'll say that for... I'm a very privileged human being. I've never seen any type of uh, anything, to be honest with you, um, to up to that point. 
and I carry. I've carried since I, the day I turned 21. The day I turned 21, I bought my first gun. I've always carried. And uh, when I seen it, I was like, hey, fam, don't do that. And the first thing I thought was, what the fuck can I do? So I called 911. I said, hey, 911, I'm on uh, Six Mile and whatever the side street was. Mm-hmm. There's this guy. He's physically attacking this woman. You need to come now. And they say, okay, we're sending somebody. I hang up. And I'm like, I just called the police. You need to step away from her. I said, I swear to God, if you don't step away from her and you walk any closer to her, I'm going to turn this truck around. Mm. And he did. He called my bluff. And I'm like, God damn, I got to do it now, right? Yeah, I thought I would have, you know, my voice was deep enough. I thought it was cool. No. So shit happened. So I did a U-turn in my truck and I turned on to half my trucks on the street. Half Mm -hmm. my truck is on the sidewalk. Um, And I got my hazard zone. I jump out the truck. My man runs down the street. I didn't realize that the woman had a baby in her hand. And it you was said another. two lives. Yeah. So it was, no, it, nigga, we not even there yet. Um, and it was a woman um, on, um, it was a woman sitting down at this mm-hmm. point at the bus stop as well. So I had my 380 on me. It holds six bullets. Um, I, I put the wrong clip mean, in. It sound... It's it a really small gun. It fit in the palm one of my in the hand. chamber? Okay. Or does it just Yeah, six? it's six, six one in the chamber. Okay. But I only had two bullets in, the, in there. So that whole point was relevant? No. Okay. So, I, but that's going to get to the story. Okay. So I'm talking to the girl. I'm like, hey, the cops are on the way. Are you okay? She's like, yeah, it's okay. You don't have to call the cops. I'm like, what do you mean? He just bounced your head against the fucking. I low key probably was sounded pissed. I'm like, he just bounced your head off the motherfucking right. building. What the fuck do you mean? And the uh, chick was like, yeah, baby, that ain't good. I'm talking about the chick looked like she ran a marathon. She got a baby in her hands. Mm. Next thing I know, I look up. Oh, two other black dudes pulled up in the car. Was like, we just seen what happened. We was behind you. We went to go see where he went. Mm. And we seen him going to a house on the next block. So I'm like, all right, we good. Next thing I know, my man's is coming back down the street with another dude who has a gun in his hand. Oh. Jesus Christ. So I'm I'm standing there. I have my gun in my pocket because mm-hmm. I was like, that's a faster draw from the uh, holster than the, uh, I mean, from the pocket than the holster. And I pulled my gun out. I got my gun pointed. They're at the other end of the block. And I haven't really told many people this story. I don't think I told the story on air. And I say to myself, well, one, I only got two bullets. Mm-hmm. Two, um, I put the wrong clip in. But two, um, they're pretty far away. Unless I get kill shots in on the guy who has the gun mm-hmm. with a 380, which is a very small bullet. Yeah. And he's at least three fourths of a block away. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a shootout. We got a woman, a baby and another woman and myself that can all get hit by this guy. So I say, uh, I say, I have a gun. I have a gun. I keep saying it thinking if I say I have a gun, because I don't know if he can see as clearly as me. Because mm. whatever alleviation I had was gone. It sounds like I was sure as fuck. So I so turn. As fuck. So you got the family dollar. I kind of turn. I bag up with my gun pointing. I turn. As soon as I turn, I'm out of the bullet's way. I call 911 again. I keep bagging up. I'm near a couple rats and shit because I bag. I walked all the way back to the family dollar dumpster. And I call again. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck taking y'all so motherfucking long. But now the nigga came back Child. with a nigga with a gun. This shit probably sound like a movie to them. They like, sir, and they and I admit they are calm as fuck. They were like, mm-hmm. sir, um, the cops are on their way. Cops end up coming. 
I guess the cops, it was smart that they turned the sirens on because they ended up running. Yeah, and there's a police precinct right there at Seven Mile Island. Uh, yeah, Livernoise. But nope, it was nowhere near. I thought it took all day. This whole ordeal was three minutes. It only took the cops three minutes to get there. Are you kidding me? All that story I told that, you. Look, I am sweating bullets in here. In all, times all of time, escalation, like it, like in it emergency preparedness and shit, in three minutes. Within moments. Time don't matter. So, it doesn't. I'm probably going to tell you something that y'all will disagree with. Uh, my uh, guy brother, uh, who was a cop, told me to never do that. And the reason why he said that is because he said, you don't understand how many calls I get like this. And the woman will tell you. You helped that, into that escalation. Like she No, that that random guy that claims he was trying to help me, I was perfectly fine. He was trying to beat us. He was trying to rob us or he was trying to kill us. Mm. Or if you would have shot him, oh, this guy came up and shot him. Like, you just never know. And it said, it blew my mind when he told me that. Because it's like, how am I really supposed to help? Now, maybe I did save her life that night. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just saved her from a beating that night. But maybe at this point, because I think about it every time I drive past there. Maybe at this mm -hmm. point she's dead. We don't know. Maybe she's more abused. Maybe her child's now being abused. Maybe she finally got the strength to leave this man. And it made me think. The cops offered to take her. Um, it was crazy because these cops, and, it, and that explains to you that cops don't have to kill. It's off subject if they don't want. These cops talked to me while I had a fucking gun in my hand and never felt threatened, nor never even told me to put the gun up. I didn't even realize the gun was in my hand until I stopped talking to them and walked back to my truck. Child. So the point I'm making to that, side note, cops don't have to do shit unless we know they that. want to. If they're perfectly, yeah, yeah. if they're rightfully and, trained um, and they understand their job. If they sure. got it right in their yeah. mind. Right. And it was just a crazy situation because how do I still be an ally but then also protect myself? Because after my godbrother told me that, I mean, he's been on the force 25 years. I've actually did ride-alongs with him. I don't even like cops. But I've seen him act in interactions. I have to say that he's one of the good yes. guys, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, mm -hmm. it made me say to myself, um, well, damn, after he told me that, I no, I don't feel comfortable doing what I did again. You get what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. it, it did make sense. I've seen this woman's interactions, and she refused the police's help. She wouldn't even let them take her anywhere. So it's how do you help? And the reason I'm telling the story, because my question is, how do you help someone who doesn't want your help yet? You still got to do it. At the end of the day, like you said, you you know, she could have went back home that night. You might have saved her from that beating right there. You might have saved her from a beating that night. But at the end of the day, you can't stop helping people, even if they don't want your help. Because at the but end of the day, you, you say... how do you help them? Because you can't help them the same way. I, I mean, what you did was right. I mean, maybe outside of calling the cops, um, you at least got him off of her at that moment. You saved her and that baby in that moment. Now, what she decides to do after that, it's it's totally up to her. It's up to her or, you know, him, whoever it is, you know, who's being abused. It's up to you to finally walk away. And what are the, and what would you suggest to the women that do need to walk away? Like, what do you suggest that those steps would be? Like, he interfered mm -hmm. as much as he possibly could in that moment. And I give you credit for staying there for to sure. the end of that for interaction sure. because that's something that like I've been I've been trained to do working in the sector that I work in is that 
if you do absolutely feel obligated to help, you got to stay to the end. Yeah. Like, because you either have, you either act then and there and you stay to the end or you report it as you're on your business mm-hmm. and you just go That's and you go about your day. Well, my God brother and suggested. That, so if you are going to act, you, you, you always should stay there. And for I do sure. commend you for staying there to the very end of that, till the police got there till they were able to, rectify the situation mm-hmm. to the extent yeah, that they like could. Like, she refused a ride from me, but put her up in a hotel and everything. What do you suggest to, to any women out there who may, you know, who may listen and who may be, I also have another question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, What do you, like, what are the signs for women to look for in that too? So, like, what are the signs for women to look for in abuse if they aren't, you know, necessarily being physically abusive at this moment? Because there are telltale Ooh. signs. There are definitely telltale signs. There are things, there are mental capacities that, you know, people, and I say women, people, because anybody can be abused. Yep. Men and women. So what are what are some signs that you can give to those who may be being abused? And then what are some things that they can do to, you know, walk take away. those steps to walk away mm-hmm. in any step that they're in in that abuse, whether it be mental before it gets physical. Yeah. So, like, what can we do? That's that's the main thing. You have to think about what they're doing to you mentally. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't talk about financial abuse. Man. Mm. I think, I, I want to say it's like all state or state. I've like, never fucking even thought about it's, it's that. It's one of those. It's, it's a, um, I think, uh, what's her name? Kerry Washington was the spokesperson, and now it's Serena Williams. But Mary J. Blige uh, got financially abused. Yep, yep. It's, it's some it's something called like the Purple Pocketbook Project or something like that. But they talk about financial abuse. They're actually They're releasing a documentary oh, on HBO. So. Oh yeah, for sure. The People Star be abusing Wars, the, shit the black out woman of... uh, that did Star Wars. I've read a whole story on that. Not hmm. to take away from you oh, no, talking I'm about listening. it, but the... Uh-uh, no, 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 no. She's in the movie. That's my bitch. I'll be uh, his ass. No, no. Are you talking about Star Trek? You talking about the original? You're talking about my girl, the original black woman on. Yeah. I can't remember. They were, her family is suing because of elder abuse, and now her son's involved. And this young, like this guy, came in and befriended her, and now he lives on a property. He signed a lot of the paperwork over to give him. Like uh, possession of a that lot of shit. That happens to a lot of stars. That yep. happens to yeah. a lot of. Um, it happens, it to, happens to a lot of child stars, and it yeah. happens to a lot like of uh, stars with disabilities go. too. Yeah. Yep. Like I, like you, you really have to watch out for financial abuse. Mm-hmm. Family members do it too. You know, family, family members, members too. do it too. They do. They, they do sure social do. security fraud. They do. You have people living in a home and they're put collecting put their social security. Put in your baby's name. It's yep. financial abuse. abuse right. You, you don't understand. I used to work at Comcast for six years Child. and how somebody can't get service because they realize their mom or their aunt put service in their name at two. And my whole thing is they need the social security number. I feel like that's the government's fault. Like, yes, it's that person's fault. But if we really like this, is the government's fault. When you put a motherfucking social security number in, ain't it attached to the birthday? Child. So yeah. how the fuck can yeah. somebody get that shit at two? How the fuck can somebody put DTE in their name? How can somebody put DTE and AT&T in their name at two, three years old? they like, well, shit, it's a social security number. But, yeah, like, it's financial abuse. You have to think about the emotional abuse and the manipulation that they're putting you in. Mm -hmm. Like, again, I've been in that situation where if I've tried to walk away, you know, he's talking about how he can't live without me and all of this shit. You know, just really trying to make you feel that guilt. Yeah, nigga. Uh, just <laughs> honest at the end of the day, okay. 
Because, like, I remember I was having a conversation with him, and this was before, like, I really um, understood anxiety and didn't, you know, I wasn't diagnosed with it for real. But, um, like, I was just telling him, like, one day, like, I was just like, I'm just crying all the time. Like, I feel like I want to kill myself, all of this shit. And he was like, well, I want to kill myself, too. And I'm just like, you know what? That's not what I, that's, why did that's you have to give me fuck, that little well, That's not what TV. we're here talking about. Like, I'm here expressing to you how I feel, and now you're trying to manipulate me into a situation where I'm telling you how I feel, and now you want to add your shit onto it. That's another thing. If you are feeling bad and somebody keeps putting shit on you, you need to walk away. And it's it's a lot easier said than done, um, but there is help out there for you. Um, I want to say it's called Haven House. I should have had all this shit written down somewhere. But, I mean, you can look up, uh, like, resources. Um, the Sasha Center, you can definitely call them. Um, uh, the website is sashacenter.org. Um, you know, you could call our hotline anytime. If we can't help you in that moment, we can definitely point you to other resources where we can get you the help that you need. So Why don't, why don't we do this? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can email Ryan all the information okay and at the end of the episode when we put it on youtube uh we can have that pop up yeah is that something that's possible ryan we can do that and we can do that because it's a lot of resources you know again if you are being physically abused and you know a lot of people can't walk away because they have those financial ties to Mm -hmm. their partner so they may not have anywhere to go i remember the uh, giants kicker jg i know you probably know this story The Giants kicker, the wife was afraid to uh, admit to abuse. He was beating the shit out of him. Yeah. Because he was so, going to get kicked out of the NFL, and they wouldn't have any you lose money. Your financial and stability, she was going to yeah. lose the financial stability. And I think some group raised money for her and the kids to sustain, because he definitely got kicked out the fucking NFL after Good. all the shit came out. Good, right. so, it took a while. Yeah. He was white, so, you know. Yeah. Especially in the sports. Like, I mean, you saw with, what's the man who knocked the girl out in the elevator? Oh, yeah. Uh, Ray Rice. Ray Rice. Ray Rice. Rice. The other other guy who was beating his kid, you know. Adrian Peterson? Yeah. Was he really beat? I don't know. It's so got an ass whooping. It is so. But you talking about some from somebody who's never gotten a whooping in his life? That sounded it, like a it shows. Only it shows. <laughs> yeah, because me and Jam are like so cool, and we never got whoopings. It doesn't show with her. She she seems normal. She she's she got does a, seem normal. I'm actually, but if you're not the only child, you are probably the only girl. Nope. You the only child. Nigga. No, she's not the only child. Got, you the uh, youngest girl. You yeah, the youngest she's still girl. Different. That's so, what it is. So You're the like, youngest girl. When, when you, well, so the parents figured it out. It's like we no, nah, it's just like you the youngest girl. That your makes older siblings beat your ass. Like you fight nope. with your older siblings. You ain't fight with your older siblings. Mm-mm. Never. You know who else is like that? How Josh really? ain't I'm never surprised. fight his older brothers. Granted, my mother Josh didn't beat me. My mother maybe hit me every day for a week. I deserved it for sure. Won't lie, deserved it. Yeah, you look like you be headbutting niggas for no. Anyway, my mother beat me every day for a week once, but other than that, she Damn. never really did anything. Uh, did but my do? sister be- wouldn't shut the fuck up. I can see for the that. most part, I yeah. But and I was She's I like, was in beat school, me. and, and she your mom just, was like, "Bet we got." I got notices sent home every day. She really just didn't know what else to do with me, so I I understood even then, and they weren't that bad. I was like, "Damn!" But my I sister my used to beat my ass. Like my sister bad. tortured me. Yeah, no. My sister was thirteen years older than me and tortured me. Wow. Yeah, see, my yeah, brother, he's five years older than me, and my sister's eight years older than me. So, 
Like at the point where I was like grown enough, and it ain't no ass But yeah, but by the time I was grown enough, like my sister, she cherished me. She treated me honestly. She that was my mama for real. Because like I said, she was thirteen years older than me. She was my first mama for sure. I my sister definitely helped raise me. Because after I was old enough, I was partying in the hood. Shout out to my sister and her old ass Mm -hmm. friends. So I loved it. I still love it. So story number two. Story number two. Um, I think we were like four. No, no, like that was that was my first real like full story. This is like my second story that I plan to tell. I don't know if I told the story in full. So, and I'm it's a whole roundabout. I'll admit. So um, last year I was at a a house party, and a couple women came in. Hey, how you doing? Uh, A couple months later, my girl hits me up, and she's like, "Hey, um, when you were at such and such's party." did you tell somebody that they had really nice breast and that you wanted to suck them? And I said, the fuck are you talking about? Mm. I might've felt that way about them a couple motherfuckers in my past life, but I wouldn't just randomly tell somebody that, especially somebody that I don't know. Cause I didn't know the par- name she gave. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what party was this? So I realized the party. And so I said, um, let's get down to the motherfucking bottom of this. Last thing I am is a liar. You can call me a lot of shit. Liar is not one of them. So I hit the girl up, and I hit the person who told my my girl of the story. Mm-hmm. And when I hit the, I, I put them in a, a group chat on uh, Instagram, and I said, "Hey, such and such, uh, based off of what such and such said, you said that I made you feel uncomfortable, and I apologize for that. But I would like you to elaborate on how I made you feel uncomfortable, and I would also like to know why you stated that I said things that I did not say, which was, and I put in quotations the same statement. The girl responded. What the fuck are you talking about? I say, aha. I send it back to my girl. Proof's in the pudding. Now, I'll admit, my girlfriend never came to me in this situation in an accusatory manner. Uh, she didn't believe it from the beginning, but somebody ever bringing some shit up to you like that is a little wild. Mm-hmm. So the friend admitted I lied. And the friend admitted I lied. I don't know why she she lied. We never talked about it. Maybe it was because she didn't feel I I was right for her, uh, for my girlfriend, and this was her way. I, I, to this day, I thought about it because I'm not mad about it anymore. I thought, I think that even though she lied, she her intentions were there. They were just completely wrong, and she went about it the wrong way. And the reason that's not why I'm telling the story. The reason I'm telling the story is when someone comes to me with a story, before I hear everything, I'm a little hesitant. To just believe. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because of my own traumatic experience. Because that does make me uncomfortable. You get what I'm saying? I'm around women all the fucking time. Majority of my friends are women. Uh, majority of my guests on this show are women. Like, majority of the high school I went to, the college that I went to, are women. Majority of this fucking city is black women. How the fuck do I look if somebody feels this way about me? So, my question is, why is it that when people take, example, if somebody said to you, um, pause, um, abuse somebody, that's all they said. Mm-hmm. Say, oh, how do you know that? And they say, somebody else told me that pause abuse somebody else. Oh, damn, what did they do? I don't know, but that's what they told me. Mm. My question is, I wouldn't judge you. If you believe that Paul's abused somebody, but I also wouldn't judge 
somebody who said I can't really go off of that yet. It's because of my maybe before I can't remember how I felt then, but maybe before my experience, um, maybe I would have. But having my own experience where someone lied on me, it makes you take a step back there because your shoes like you put your shoe on somebody else's foot. Mm -hmm. I've been there. So my question is, how do we handle situations where uh, some people don't believe certain things and some people do in that medium? Because I feel like we can all be allies here and work together for the common good. But when you have some people upset and blocking people because they didn't believe one thing and, and some people, uh, you know, and we're not talking about somebody with eight fucking rape stories on Eastern Michigan rape Woo. page. You get what I'm saying? Because I've seen that. I'm not talking about obvious shit. Brandon Hunter, three accusation, text thread, proof, shit. You get what I'm saying? I'm not talking about that bullshit. I'm not talking about the obvious duh moments. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, how to me, I feel like we can't be mad at each other if I told you that story and you believe that Paul's did it and I believe he did it. We shouldn't combat each other. We can, But how can we work together still knowing that we have something that's not common? Am I making sense so far? Mm-hmm where we can still work together and not be against each other. Cause I feel like that's not the way to build allies. I think you have to understand that two to 10% of assault accusations are false. 100% facts. I think people just need to understand that. Like every nine, 10 rape cases or assault cases, nine of them are true. 10, 10 out of 10. Um, so it's just, if we understand that and going into it, yes, you know, it was a lot of people who I was friends with, and it's like you want to believe the victims, you want to believe the survivors, but it's just like, damn, you know, that's that's my homeboy, and I want him to be innocent. But right, I want to believe better, but these the way these, these facts are kind of, are they seem undisputed, and it's like, well, I gotta cut you off. I gotta yeah. I gotta do one. I gotta do what's best for me because I can't. I can't be around any. I'm, I don't want to be around any type of abuse. I don't, don't want to associate myself with any any person that's going to be able to violate somebody in that in that fashion ever. Nor do I want to trigger any survivors that I may know if they see me interacting with their mm-hmm. with their abuser. That's just that's just not anything yeah. that I wouldn't want to do because I wouldn't want you to do that to me if I told you that you know somebody that has done something to me and. I, I want you to know that I would have the same respect for you. That exactly. I would not want to interact with yep. your abuser. Now, you see what you just said there? All right, sorry. We had to take a potty break. So, if it's a, a stop and a start, it's my apologies. Me. Chatter, chatter, pee, pee. You was gone for like 12 minutes. I don't, never mind. So, and you was walking. Like, you walked different, like, when you came back. So, it was, never mind. So, um, I, I don't take shits in public. Girl, I can't. I wish. Me neither. I take shit at a rest stop I'm a once. shy pooper. It was the worst shit ever. Yeah, like not the shit, but like the the. Never mind. So look, uh, the circumstance. So, it's weird. I never squatted, so it was like I had to put down. All All right, so look, that's a conversation after this. So, you were stating that you block and you remove and things like that, right? Yeah. So, you said when you hear an accuser, right? Mm -hmm. What about when you didn't hear the accuser? Because like the story, the Mm -hmm. the, like that the analogy I gave. It was never the accuser. It was someone who heard from someone else that said when I hear from from the abuser is what I'm saying. I say when I heard from when I hear from the abuser that they have gone through something with the accused. I said that I block abusers. I said that I I will block an abuser if I've heard something from the accuser. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said when you hear from the abuser. Okay. Sorry. No, when I hear from the accuser, mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm Straight going to block that. Straight from the source. I'm going to block that abuser. And even if, I mean, I had friends on some of those pages, and I reached out to them like, yo, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. what's going on? Mm-hmm. What, so I don't I even care if you're doing okay. I want to know if this is true. Period. Like, what she did you do? I, I don't that. care. I don't care how you're doing. You could be going through mental and emotional turmoil and anguish, but if what I've seen, but if, yeah, if what I've seen is true, is true Nigga, you got no. I'm not there. associating with you anymore because I'm you. Just because I'm your friend doesn't mean you can do anything like that to me or put yeah, me in any type yeah. of situation where I could be in harm. So I don't want to do be involved with you. So I don't know about you guys. My in my situation, my friend that was on one of the pages. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say his name. He had proof to back up his innocence. And um, when I say proof, I want to make sure I'm being clear. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not stating his word against hers, like he had detailed documentation as far as what had happened on campus along with text message proof from this girl uh, of these things. And my question is, how do you handle friends, like not in those situations? Do you attempt to rehabilitate? Do you, does it depend on exactly what is uh, the accused accused him of doing? Um, do you have that conversation? Do you dead that? And we're talking about real friends. I ain't talking yeah. about somebody that, Sure. Talk to when you see him out. I'm talking about me and you talk a lot. If you heard some shit about me or I heard some shit about you, how do we handle that? I know how I would handle that, but I'm curious as far as your take, Jim, on how someone should handle those situations. With it's those not people. it's not on me to rehabilitate you. If you know you were wrong, then you need to take the steps to correct it. Um, I was definitely telling some of my friends that I saw on the page, like, hey, you need to... If you know when this situation happened, if you know who the person is that is accusing you of these things, you need to talk to you her need to reach out to that and person. figure out what did you do to make her feel right. uncomfortable. Because there are things in there, like, you know, That's things are substantial. Things can be substantial. Things could be like, you know, it could seem like, you know, everything is cool. It could seem like everything is gravy. But at the end of the day, the accuser felt some type of way about it. And maybe they didn't get a chance to voice it right then and there. They may have not have felt comfortable. They may not have felt like that was the right situation to do because they may have felt scared. They may have Mm -hmm. been afraid. At the end of the day, if you do hear something like that, you need to reach out to that person. Like you said, reconcile, figure out what's going on. Like apologies need to be made. Think something needs something needs to come from it, and if at the end of the day you just shying away from it, like that shit ain't true. I ain't do that shit. Like that's that's it's that's not, not okay. Enough. That's it's, not enough. That's not even an apology at the end of the day. Granted, you don't need to bring your apology to the timeline. You don't need to bring your apology to social media. That was just a platform that these people that these people felt safe to provide. Mm-hmm that information to call out their accusers. That was a platform that they were able to utilize. They felt safe. They felt ensured that their information wouldn't get back to anybody. But all of that was so specific. Like, you know if you're being talked about. You know that you know who that is. And it, it was for a lot of the people who had the multiple allegations, it was the same That's same story, story. The same MO. I'm not gonna every say time. names mm-hmm. be, you know, for legal purposes. But it was a uh, a Eastern Michigan uh, person. Ooh. And I know the exact situation that you're talking about. Where, but. and I remember when, uh, when I was, uh, I graduated in 08 and my girlfriend at the time went to Eastern and um, they introduced me to this guy. Ended up, he was fucking her too. But anywho, um, like he was always, you know, with like different girls or whatever. So when I heard the story, <laughs> when I heard the story, um, 
I, I was kind of taken aback because mm-hmm. like I've been around this guy, even though it was 19, 12, 11 years ago. Understandable. It was like, damn, you too, such and such. And, and, and a, then it was one. It was two. It was, I want to say at least three. And like you guys said, I read, I want to say I read every single fucking story. Oh, you shouldn't have did that. And I was like, maybe I don't know who you're talking about because I feel like I only read one. Like, no, this person, I he has somebody on there with like 20. Yeah, no, there, there was, was several, one there was dude on there I that too, needed needs to I be I too went hung. to Eastern and I recognized almost every single person from the mm-hmm. University of Michigan and Eastern yep. page um, that at least graduated. Before, you know, that was at least there between 2008 and 2014, but. But like like that guy, like you said, the guy that I seen on there multiple times that I knew, mm-hmm. uh, like I mean I'm not cool with him. I just met him a couple times, but right. it was like these motherfucking stories is similar than a motherfucker fan. Very, I don't know how you fucking say all these people. But lying. that's exactly what Jan was saying. Like yeah. once you get once you get multiple stories with the same mo like from you the know same person, like you yeah. know you. Know, know that the nigga did it. if there's so many people saying the same thing about this person you know that that person did it. you know that, that person has to be guilty so but and my thing is i'm i'm gonna take a stance that i'm counting on friends and families that know about this shit to actually hold those people accountable. Yep. Because I feel like less people do these things. But I mean, at the end of the day, who's going to admit that they're an abuser? Like, you may tell a story, you may tell an anecdote, and how you deliver that anecdote, it's going to be complete, it's going to be perceived by your friends completely different than it it would be perceived by somebody else. I could tell an anecdote, something could happen, you could coerce me into sex, you could coerce me into sex, and the way you tell it, like, yeah, man, no, she was resisting me, but you know, at the end of the night, I hit that shit, and when I go tell my friends, like, dog, this nigga asked me so many times to fuck, and I just eventually was like, okay. Yeah. I've heard that. So it's, it's how you, it's the delivery, and it's the perception so that, that that goes into a lot of that. And I think what people have to understand, especially with a lot of these stories, is, you know, we glorify drunk sex. We glorify yep. high sex, yep. all of that. And it's like, yes, you can do that. Yes, it feels great. I'm not going to say. Because what was that podcast where a girl talking about she's seven dicks and she was like, yeah, I was oh, yeah. fucked up. And even he said it was like, it sounds like you were too fucked up to be sucking seven Dog. dicks. Yes. And it was like, it didn't even really register to her. Like they She was like, no, I was with it. And I mean, I get that by all means. Be free, be open, be as sexual yeah. as you want to be. Suck, girl, suck as many dicks as you want. As many as but you want. But at like. the end of the day, like, it's, it's just like, it's the it's the perception. It's, it's, it's the perception of how. It's the perception of, of how oh. I, the, the victim, am feeling it. And it's the... The perception of how the abuser or the accuser is uh-huh. is giving you, so and you, just, you have to but, read the fucking room. Yeah, read but the room. I've read stories, and I'm not gonna get in depth to the shit I read because I know that shit's traumatizing. Because if it was traumatizing me, fucking reading it on the Honey. fucking tweet, I should only imagine how it is for a motherfucker that's been through anything, let exactly. alone the person that that happened to. But I've read shit where niggas was playing 2K. Wow, the nigga was on the couch to the right doing this shit to a chick. Like on They should and, go to hell too. And, and they should and, then, and you sat there and you let yeah. it happen in enabler. And You're then, an enabler. Yeah. And then and that's why if I 
or when I was ever accused of being an enabler, I took and will take extreme offense to that mm-hmm. because look at, you know, the difference, like when you say enabler, like you got people and that's what I mean by hold accountable. It's people out there that know that their friends are doing sick shit, mm-hmm. shit that's and not okay. Because it can be as simple think, as a bro. Why are you even pressuring them? Why are you even pressuring them like that? I have why, you, why are you pressuring them like yeah. that? Like, calm stop down. Stop pressing her. Like, she stop. good. She good. Like, and you can still be all in the game. Like, bro, leave her alone. Like, why are you pressing her like I that? I had a friend. It could be just a simple too. sentence like that. Bro, to the chill. Point. Like, bro, it's very chill. simple. Two you, words. I've had somebody have to say that to a woman that was pressing me. They had to say, relax. And she kept going. And sometimes, But sometimes you need to, it's literally, like she said, it could be a minimum of one to three words. Relax. 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 Or it's, it, it, could, it don't even have to be a, a, a level 10, beat a nigga ass. It could literally be a, hey, bro, have a drink with me outside for a second. Okay. Say, hey, it could bro, be a simple. It could be a this, simple talk. You, a simple of me yeah. pulling you away from the crowd and just like me you and you hashing a, you it need up. To take a step yeah. back. Just like uh, how uh, you was telling me before the show for another reason to calm down, take a deep breath and relax. Like it could literally be. And I think that men and women and friends and family need to take those steps. Like I hate that shit when a motherfucker gets abused by the uncle or the aunt and they got to see that motherfucker at every fucking family uh, picnic dinner whatsoever. Dog, no, listen to the people like, in your life when yeah. they say something is going on. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like that should be a, and, and, and before I even get to my point, I find it fucking like exhausting where I hear these stories from young men and young women and a parent says, or a family member says you're lying. How can a fucking kid be that motherfucker elaborate about mm-hmm. some shit like that and make it up? I didn't even know about that shit to and make tell it up. you details of exactly what exactly. happened and how it went down mm-hmm. and names. And you, and you just yeah. don't want to believe it because you just want to brush it under the rug. Mm-mm. Yeah. Because at that point, you know, it's, oh, out of sight, out of mind. No, that's not, no. not, that's not one of those things. That, that, not for them. Not for their child that is now going to see not only this person completely differently, they're going to see you differently because you didn't, you didn't protect them. them. You didn't take any action. And they're going to see the world differently because think about that's going to fuck up their mind view. For anybody that comes close to them as an adult, Period. a child is looking at these. They, now you can't even trust your adult figures in your life. You can't. Yep. And I, I find it uh, very traumatizing for people like that. And I've seen people in that situation as kids and how they've grown up as adults. And I, I'm not going to say, like, they're a bad person, but they're a little... It literally you could tell how you relate effects. to yeah. people in your life. You could for tell sure. the effects that it has on them because of the things that's happened in their childhood mm-hmm. and how it affects them because their parent or Trauma family stays with you. Trauma is going to stay with you. PTSD is... Even if, you ta- even if you take the, yeah. the steps to go to mm-hmm. therapy and heal from it, that trauma is still, still going to be there. That trauma is still going to be with you. Like, it, it's going to it's gonna be... in At some point, it's going to be ingrained in you. It's something that, you know, you may not... It may come to the point where... And I think I've heard, like, an analogy where it's like there's a box and mm-hmm. sometimes there's something in the corner of that box and sometimes it fills that box. Regardless, there's always going to be something in the corner of the box. Well, so, what I'll say is to kind of end the show, I'm going to let everybody like have their moment if they want to say something uh, additional as well. But uh, I definitely appreciate you guys for coming on the show and having this conversation because I know it's not an easy one. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to say that even though I even on this episode, I feel like it was certain things that we all didn't agree 100% on. But I feel like this is how everyone becomes together and becomes allies. Um, Example, I was supposed to have this conversation with another group. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that did not happen, I still wanted to have this conversation the same date that I was going to have with that group 
but with somebody that was from that field to give their level of expertise and their experience with these people and for us to have this conversation. And I mean, I know I wrote down some stuff uh, this morning as far as how I felt. Mm -hmm. And what I'm stating is like cocktails with cocktails from uh, the beginning, uh, you know, to co-hosting. I want to say almost two years in uh, recorded uh, over 100 episodes and uh, we have always and will always stay ask for permission first like you hear on so many different episodes ask for permission first make sure she comes first like that's like my tagline for shit come in consent yeah come in consent double c's there fuck chanel um and the point that i'm is chanel the double yeah so anywho (laughs) so the point that i'm making is when it comes to these things we will and i personally will never condone any type of abuse um even i've had female friends uh male friends that I've seen verbally abused, uh, physically abused. And I think that after, and I'm glad that these things came to sight on Twitter. Shout out to whoever started that because I okay, feel like it had. that took a lot of fucking yeah, That took a lot of courage. And it took a, it lot, took a lot of, of emotional stability to as well for you to be able to take something like yeah. that. And I'm sure, I can't imagine the number of um, just things that were coming into that inbox that day because that's a lot Niggas of threatening that's the a lot of emotional yeah of like that's a lot of emotional strain on somebody mm-hmm. like that that's a lot and so I yeah. commend whoever did that because mm-hmm. yeah and, and I bring it they, to the light. I pray they got the mm-hmm. the help and the therapy that they need to heal not from just what happened to them but you know for sure it could be re-traumatizing even if you you have PTSD anything can anything but to can just you know that. take all those or even see in, that on Twitter that, you know like for real like just mm-hmm. all can, of us having to read those accounts yep. and just just going back we were traumatizing ourselves think of how many people weren't able to, who weren't brave enough to submit something to that page and not even to say that they weren't brave enough right. but just somebody who who didn't want to submit they didn't feel to that page enough. they didn't feel open even, enough because yeah. to just think of how many because I don't have these statistics on hand but how many cases of assault and rape actually go unreported most I want to say it's about like 70 to 80 right it's the majority so what we what we even receive and what you receive the bare in minimum. is the bare minimum of what actually happens and yeah. that's why uh, before, like, the... Uh, no, I think this happened, like, right after the sexual assault uh, situation. Uh, somebody had started a program where they were uh, funding uh, women with uh, to get their CPLs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I funded uh, four women. And a uh, shout-out to uh, Kari, producer Kari, that's down in Atlanta. He uh, came with me, and he funded a few women as well. Somebody funded me. It wasn't y'all, but somebody funded me. Yeah, to get my CPU. there we go. And I do want to say that women protect yourselves. Like it's mm-hmm. all about all of us, but uh, let's call it what it is. It Men are more capable to physically protect themselves than women. It's just general anatomy. Uh, so women protect yourselves. Uh, I I I want to say all men allies who can financially afford it. I I I ask you to actually come together and pay for uh cpl classes uh personal protection classes and uh do something you can reach out to me directly to the cocktails with cocktails page uh i don't mind helping out with any drives programs i don't even mind doing that again uh but i think that we should all come together because even though fuck all the little shit fuck all the if you agree with just something so small and i disagree with it all that shit don't matter because at the end of the day we all have the same goal unless you're one of those people that are a neighbor or abuser because if you're one of those two people, then 
That's key. the only reason you would disagree with what I'm saying right now. Sure. Is that our common goal is to eliminate this shit and dead all this shit. Mm-hmm. And to abusers out there, I hope that you stop abusing. I hope that this conversation uh, that we have uh, and that you hear, that you think about what you did, and you take that step back and you apologize to the person that or p- persons that you abuse, and you don't do that shit moving forward, and you actually get help. And that you know it may not be as many of us out there, but it's some of us that will beat your ass. I know that for me to have the friends that I have and 80 to 90% of them being women, uh, the only reason if that ever happened to them that they would not tell me is because of what would happen to you. Mm. So with that being said, it's not to say like I'm some crazy ass cutthroat nigga. It's to say that I am a crazy ass cutthroat nigga when it comes to my women. And when I say my women, I say African-American queens because we have to stop this from happening. We have to stop putting uh, ourselves, our society on the African-American woman's back and also beat them at the same time. So when I say these things, we have to focus on these things and we have to truly think about these things. And it's crazy because a lot of the abusers that I've seen also had daughters. And that was the wildest thought to me. Yeah. And even though I don't have a, a child, like I can only imagine like the shit that I would hear. I would also like to say that there should be absolutely no reason that just because somebody is your daughter, your sister, or your mother that you automatically want to keep women safe. You should want to keep it don't matter the fucking relationship. You should want to keep you should want to keep a woman safe because that's a woman. You should want to keep someone safe because that's a person and for the most part the only thing you can take the only thing you can take for yourself is for you to protect yourself. So you should just want to keep everybody as safe as you would want to be. And with that being said, I do want to ask Jamila one more thing. What are what do you think? Jim, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, girl. I got Jim. your back. Yeah. We're going to cut out every time we just say her name. Um, if okay, you just with a boop. Boop. But um, with that being said, what are your top three ways that people can be better allies to set to assault victims, period? Woo, child. Um, if you can get, not, and you know what? We're not going to break it down to the top three. What are the top ways that people can be an ally to assault victims? Um, And I don't think we talked about this yet, but it's... You have to figure out what word to identify them as. Some people like to use the word victim. Some people like to use survivor. Some people don't even like to identify as either. Okay. That's number one. How would you like to be identified? Okay. Number two. Damn. I ain't never I've, fucking think about that never, shit. And it's something that, that, something that, that's it's never something that I have, I didn't really notice until I started working with the Sasha Center. Okay. We call them self-identified survivors. Okay. Because it's people who have been assaulted. But until you make that step to say this has happened to me and okay. this is how I'm going to identify myself in the world as a relation to this event. Because what does they say? Denial is the first step and acceptance is the second. Hello. So. Tell them. So, yes, that's the first thing. How would you like to be identified? Secondly, um, find these organizations that are doing the work to help heal them. Um, so the Sasha Center is one. Provide them with resources. Yeah, yeah. So the Sasha Center is one. I know it's the Michigan. It's a really long one, um, but they do uh, domestic violence and um, sexual assault. Uh, what else is another one? Question. Uh, yes. Um, because you work with Sasha Center directly, mm-hmm. what is it that we can do to help support Sasha Center? We need some money. 
We need okay. some money. Okay. And we can get, we can get that information yep. to And you can, you can go to, it's no, on the website, SashaCenter.org. You can donate money. Um, you can help us find grants. Because um, a, a lot of the times, we don't get the money from, you know, the grants that the government provides and stuff because we don't do the typical therapy we don't do you know the typical like psychology and stuff because it's holistic we talk about everything you know we in there talking about crystals and florida water now western medicine hello hey shout out to big sean he just mentioned uh how western medicine would have had a uh tube in his heart for sure. mm-hmm. yeah. but and he ended up uh, taking magnesium for two weeks and it went, completely went away period I'm all and, for, and, and that's I'm what that's what we're doing modern medicine. I, do, I do the crystals I do all types yeah. of healing yeah cause we took our um, we took a few people cause we do a group every two weeks and so back before Corona hit in October we took a group down to um, New Orleans and you know New Orleans is you know famous oh, for yeah. the hoodoo and all of that Teas, the potions, all the candles, of it, all of it, and so we do the the potions. They're potions. They got potions, baby. It's and it, it's it's all herbs. It's usually just all herbs. Something like it's everything you can find in the earth. We talk about it. it. We what? we put it together. Yeah, so New Orleans got a deep history of um, African yeah. Uh, yeah healing history and yes. spiritual history and yes. everything. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they want to call it voodoo and witchcraft, but it's really like before we were introduced to this to whole, to, yep. to this whole uh, Judeo-Christian God, we, we, ha- we had all this us. shit. Woo. We had all of this shit. And now they want to call it this, but that's what, at least in the States, that's a, a I guess you call it maybe like a Mecca where we can go and mm-hmm. reconnect with our roots. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I mean, definitely supporting us in that way. Um, I know we are looking for volunteers. You can also sign up to be a volunteer um, at SashaCenter.org. Um, we are celebrating our 10th year. Um, so we'll be doing a big fundraiser probably around like October. Do we have to wait until the fundraiser to donate? No, you don't. You can just go to the website and donate. Can you well, spell Sasha Center? It's S A S H A Center.org. Thank Do you. you guys have an Instagram? Yep, uh, I think it's Sasha Center One. Let me check. I'm gonna go in here and follow now. And I got a um, I got a response from the text that y'all dared me to do earlier. Oh, so we're gonna end the. Oh, it's just Sasha Center. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm, it's uh, Sasha Center One on Twitter. Okay, so what I'll do, um, I definitely want to end the show with that. I'm definitely. I want you to read the text yeah. and <laughs> for answer, sure. But I do want to pledge. Uh, remind me because uh-huh. I'm about to take some more of this liquor and go to the park. Uh, but I am pledging one hundred and sixty nine dollars uh, from yeah. cocktails with cocktails to the thank Sasha you, Center, you. and um, I now want to end the episode with you reading that text message and a response. Okay, so <laughs> I literally uh, text what you told me. To text. No, what did you? What did you? Say? Out of curiosity, why haven't you eaten my ass? He said, same reason I haven't eaten any ass before. It just hasn't been something I wanted to do so far. Can you hit the boo? That wasn't boo. Boring. Whatever one of those. Damn, that's sad. I mean, listen. Say that. Wait, say what he said again. 
He don't want to eat ass. He, he said so far, so it's still like a look. So basically, shit. all you got to do is push his head down a little further. Let him hit the top. I mean, listen, again, we've, we've been talking about consent and all that. So if you don't want to eat my ass, so right, not, if he doesn't well, want to he didn't eat say it, that, he didn't say that. He said the opportunity hasn't presented itself. What? So all you got to do is open up that booty. No, 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 because that's not, that's not, that's pressure. Exactly. That's you, coercion. What you need to okay, do is say, right. what my you need apologies. to do is say, well, just to let you know, I like. My I would like to get my assay, and if you would like to do it, I will have no problems with you doing that. We will wait and end the show after you send that text. <laughs> We're not about to pressure version. her to do okay, that. Okay, this is yeah, coercion. Like, yeah, let's look. go. Okay, and that's a wrap, folks. She's afraid to get her ass. That's a wrap, folks. She gonna fart on his face. No, she won't.